Hi, everybody. I have a really special guest with me today. Her name is Melissa Waterman, and uh, I'll give you a little backstory about what I'm doing here with her. Uh, many of you know that I have a great affinity for a focused life force energy, which is the fluffy technology. Uh, Clayton and Jeff, who you've met in a couple of my interviews before, uh, many of you have already tried fluffy or actually on fluffy. And I think the one question that keeps coming up for you and me and everybody else is, how can we prove it's working? You can't see anything. And of course, that's part of a discerning mind we do want to see. And uh, Jeff and, and Clayton had to look at this and say, how do we demonstrate it? We know it's working from our end, but how do we demonstrate this to other people? So they engaged the services of Melissa, who has a very sophisticated technology that was developed by one of my very favorite scientists in the world, Konstantin Karakov, whom I have interviewed before, amazing uh, Russian scientist. And he developed this technology that can read subtle fields. Melissa works with this technology. And so they engaged Melissa Please see if Fluffy, if you could demonstrate visually what Fluffy is actually doing um, on this technology via a chart that it reads out as it's reading energy. So, yes, that has all been done. Melissa's here with us today, and we want to talk about how this works and how it's used otherwise and a little bit about the technology itself. Hi, Melissa. It's great to have you on. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for, for your interest. I, I love getting to talk about uh, the technology and the findings. It's my passion. I know it is. And um, I have been trying to get together with Constantine for a follow-up interview for a long time, but actually Constantine has moved on to another technology um, in partnership. I know who he's in partnership with I, because it has to do with Gaia. And uh, Gaia um, wanted to work with Constantine to try to make kind of a cheaper version of the technology for everyday mm -hmm. use in the home, really easy for people. But it's no substitute for the original technology that Constantine really spent his lifetime developing. Absolutely. Um, well, it's very. It is a very interesting story. Um, I had. I got the wonderful opportunity to meet Dr. Kurakov in Arizona in. I don't know, 2012. And basically, he was at a Dr. Joe Dispenza event measuring the energy of uh, people's uh, personal energy with the GDV camera. And uh, the GDV stands for Gas Discharge Visualization. And he had um, a prototype of his bio well that he is um, promoting throughout the world and having great success with. Um, but it was just coming to the market. It was just, I don't even think it, it, I don't think the first, you know, like he had his first baby, but there wasn't a whole bunch to buy yet. And I got excited after I met Dr. Krakow and I said, I think I want a camera. Like how expensive could it be? And I can, I'll just create my own reality and let's get, let's get a camera. And so I contacted him and he referred me to KTI International, Curlian Technologies International, which is a company that he's a major shareholder in um, that had developed the, some of the GDV. There's many different GDV cameras and the BioWells, one of them. There's a whole line of different grades of cameras. And so I had the wonderful opportunity to... Um, meditate about it. I was using some of Dr. Joe Dispenza's techniques and I was creating my own reality and using meditation to bring a camera into my world. I have to tell you, I wasn't doing it 
daily. I wasn't like, oh, I got to have a camera. It just was like, oh, it would be so fun. It would be great to have a camera. It would be fun to play with. And I had this one meditation and it was very dreamlike where I saw some very good friends of mine that are healers and we were all in a room together and I was using a GDB camera and I was doing before and after images on the people that they were using their energy methods on. And so I was all excited. And so, you know, as you would, if you had a dream, I went to them the next day and I was like, oh my gosh, or I think it was later the same day. I had this great meditation and you were in it and they're big uses of kinesiology and they were testing and, and they were like, we're supposed to buy this camera. And I was like, really? I thought I was supposed to buy it. <laughs> we, but we don't need two in, the, in a very small geographical area, right? They're very expensive. This camera was very expensive. Anyway, it turned out that they ended up purchasing the camera and have allowed me to use it. And I've been, you know, um, purchasing it back from them, so to speak, over time. But I've been using it since... I think it was September of 2013. Is that right? Might have been. Yeah, I think it was actually 2013. It was February of 2013 that I, where I met Dr. Krakow. And just with, in less than a year, I had my own camera to use as I saw fit. And I got lots of training, went on many trainings and um mentioned to Dr. Dispenza, like I would be happy to bring this camera to help Dr. Krakow, if he's coming to an event, I could be his assistant or, you know, just, you could both be taken, we could do ha- twice as many people. We what a have. privilege to work directly great, with him. Yeah, it was a great treat. And so I ended up, um, he was like, well, no, I don't think we're going to keep doing that testing. And I was like, okay, but just know I have a camera. I didn't, I purchased it for fun, right? Like I, I was involved for the fun of it. And um, I think it was January of 2014 then where he said hey dr krakow doesn't have he can't get a visa so would you do the gdv testing and i worked with dr dispenza for five years and did over 19 events i did 19 events not over 19 um, where i read the images of many many people and i also took uh the readings of the energy in the room of his events. Um, sometimes his events would have 200 people and sometimes they would have 1500 people. And so I got lots of wonderful experience with this amazing camera, both taking images of humans and taking images of the energy in a room. So let me ask you, um, how did Jeff and Clayton know about you to begin with? And how did that relationship develop? Yeah, I think that was a, another synchronistic moment where uh, I believe one of, I think one of the people that had signed up for Focus Life Force Energy was speaking with one of his staff members and was talking about energy in a room being, um, you know, at a Dr. Joe event, having the energy in a room measured. And the, the woman who worked for uh, Filthy said, yeah let's, let's hook, let's, let's see if we can get this woman to measure our energy. And so over time, you know, we started a discussion and um, they did some kinesiology and I did some kinesiology and it turned out that it was really a good fit for us both. 
to work It's together. interesting because I know a little bit about what they do and Clayton is the calibrator and he's always behind the scenes calibrating everything to see its level of consciousness, whether it's right, wrong, whether it's going to be a good relationship, not a good relationship. But this is the thing that had perplexed them was all these people clamoring, how do I know that it's working? You know. Right physical proof so this is really good that it turned out that way because i know they were looking for that yeah it's good stuff and so it turned out to be a beautiful endeavor so let's go ahead and talk about um do you work with i assume you work with clients and you already talked about what happened with joe dispenza whom um most of the people that are watching this are familiar with we all love Mm -hmm. dr joe and use it before we start launching into what you actually discovered when you started measuring uh, fluffy well, I have worked, um, I did, a, I worked with others on a study um, with uh, Dr. Jeffrey Fannin on a study for access bars. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've, I've worked with several local people, you know, I've, I've measured energy in rooms of meditators locally, uh, yoga studios. Oh my gosh, just about anybody who asks me to, I'll measure it. I've measured, um, you know, I've done in my own practice, I'll do energy clearings of buildings. And so I'll pretty much on my own say, hey, do you mind if I take a baseline reading of your energy before I do the clearing and then again after just so I can see what I'm doing, whether I'm having an effect with, you know, my bells and wings and whistles and so forth. Right. So, um, yeah, I use the GDV camera um, predominantly on individuals. I have a psychotherapy practice and I use um, the GDV with every new client. And we just take, you know, a reading on fingers of human energy, of, hu- of the bio- human biofield. We do that, you know, pretty religiously to make sure that we're moving in the right direction, that we're seeing the changes in the energy field um, that we want. Because the the camera has the ability to take an emotional reading. And so I can see if someone's making emotional changes and how that's impacting their physical. So uh, yeah, that's predominantly what I do, but I'm always, I love to travel. I've traveled. If, if, a, if people want me to come to their area and do a group of friends, that's like my heart's desire um, to just travel all over the place. And Good. Well, check noted. Anybody listening, if you want her to come, Melissa's available. Yeah. So- yeah. Now let's talk about the actual um, readings that you did with Fluffy and what these graphs look like, how they show themselves. And, and we can kind of cut right to that part of it because that's what people are going to want to know about now. Well, if you don't mind, I'll talk a little tiny bit more about the Krillian camera and just how it works. All right. So um, some of these images are uh, of Krillian photography in general and uh, just to give someone an idea most people have seen these images they're just the the life force energy and so the gdv camera the gas discharge visualization is a type of curlian or curlian camera and uh these are the kind of images of inanimate objects these are the kind of images we get and then you know here we have some rocks um so it just sort of shows the life force energy even in in things, I mean, this is a sunflower, this one to the far uh, left, but these are rocks. We wouldn't normally think of them have as having life force energy. Of course, we know there are energetics involved. Um, this is an image. So it looks like they're really throwing off a lot of electricity. Yeah. yeah. Especially the crystal. Yeah. A lot That's of- right. 
That's right. But even an ammonite, that's a yeah. fossil, you know, you yeah. wouldn't expect it to have quite that much energy coming yeah. off. So it's, it's very interesting. It gives, it gave me an entirely new perspective on what's alive and what isn't and what is influencing me and what isn't. And it gave validity to the idea of wearing a piece of sacred geometry and that that having a frequency that would then impact my system. Because of course, if a, if a rock can do it, then, a, then a, a symbol that others have said are sacred. So this is what the GDB camera looks like. Uh, this is what my GDB camera looks like. It's uh, the GDB Pro. It's it's a rather large. Uh, you can't. There's no size perspective here, but it's probably about 15 inches long and about six inches wide. Mm -hmm. And the way this works is that there is literally you're putting your finger. It, it's not that electricity is really coming. This is just the best image I could come up with. You're putting your finger on the glass, or I'm putting a test object on the glass, and I'll show you an image of that in a minute. And under the glass, there is a millivolt, 10 millivolts. Um, 10 microseconds of 10 millivolts being administered to the bottom of the glass at the same time, either a test object or a finger or an item is on the glass. And that um, millivolt of electricity is what excites, makes this excited state that creates um, a photon cloud. Yeah, so, so subtle. That's such a tiny amount of voltage. Very, very subtle, yet that's right, profound. And so, what Dr. Krokov, um, Kirlian or Kirlian cameras have been around since the 1880s. Um, what Dr. Krokov did was he digitalized it. Uh, so, he made you know, like most of the people I know that were using Kirlian photography since the 80s, they had their own dark rooms in their houses, right? And so, he's just saved them so much work. So this is a, a this is a very interesting picture because it shows you know Sputnik looks so huge. Sputnik in actuality is about four inches tall. Hmm. Um, it's very small, but all those spikes. It's an antenna. It's the antenna that I I actually connect to that camera you saw a minute ago, mm -hmm. and and it's what gathers the information from the environment. Um, so that when I take an image, it looks like this. This is actually one of the images from the uh, focused life force energy test. And so I'm going to talk about the different kinds of energy that are here. Different things are measured with each of the different uh, parameters that um, we use. And so this is perfectly round because a test object that's made of titanium was put on the glass. And then the glass was excited with that small amount of energy. And this is the glow or the corona of energy that showed up. And that, I think with this test I took, I can't remember now. I think it was every three seconds over a 12-hour period of time. Is it three seconds? I ended up with about uh, 200 and... 200, 2,500 images that I had to evaluate. So it was a very lengthy test um, to make sure we were getting really accurate information. Mm -hmm. And is this so, a composite? Was that a composite of those 20, over 2,000 images over a 24-hour period? No, that's one. That's, that's one, one of those. It's representative of the norm. 
Right. And so the, and the next one might have had a few less uh, bits of orange or a little bit more orange or a little, you know, these little these little ups and downs are what would have changed between each picture. Okay. And so then here we have, you know, the entropy. That's the first thing I measure. So the red line is the baseline. I took it for 12 hours. And then, then I asked um, Jeff and Clayton to turn on filth, Filthy to my house. And my house is where I did this test. Um, I thought it would be an environment that was similar to other people's homes that would be using of the focus life force energy. And so um, I took into account in this study things like electricity, microwave, um, the heat coming on and off, the it was it was early in November, so it wasn't there wasn't a whole bunch of heat coming on and off, but there were there were influences in the daytime that I could I made sure to write down and and as I take these tests, so each one of these dots is actually the capture, and one at a time. So 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, or three seconds. I can't remember which interval it was. It was very, very frequently it was, it was going off. And then I could look back and go, oh, well, what happened at this time? You know, uh, at, at, say, 65 captures in, did something interesting happen in the environment that I'm aware of? Did a truck drive by? Did a lightning clap? Did a, did the heat come on? Did, mm-hmm. did something happen that would make this spike? Right. And so these were taken literally at the same time of day, two days apart. One was a Thursday and one was a Friday from my recollection. And you can see that this is chaotic, right? So entropy by its meaning is chaos. It's the ability for things to go from organization to disorganization. It's chaos. And so my house on a regular day, this is 600. You can see there's 601 captures. That's the number across the bottom. Okay. And um, in those 600 captures, there was many times that the energy was going up and down and up and down and up and down. And I can't tell you there was nothing during this 600 um, capture piece that I took for this image, there was nothing special happening. There was no heat going on and off. It's 600 images is a relatively short period of time, maybe a half an hour. And I couldn't, I couldn't attest to why the energy looks like this. Can I ask you a quick question here? Um, Mm -hmm. What about now? Some people will probably be looking at this if they're thinking the question I am too, which Mm -hmm. is um, what about things like smart meters and that kind of interference? That's exactly the kind of things that would be going on and off and moving and grooving and all kinds of this, this shows that there are things going on that we can't see in our home EMFs, the computer, the television, the dryers. I mean, I don't know how many screens you have in your house, but I have quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Like if, if several people are home and they're all on at the same time, you know, how many Wi-Fi um, router things are right. there in the house? You know, all of these things are the kind of things that are creating this entropy, this, this sort of baseline this is the this red is the baseline of the house this is just 
it's not particularly startling to me. I've seen baselines that are far more extreme, that have numbers that go up to four. Um, this is one, two, three. And so this is, you know, but it's still very jagged. And then we have um, focused life force energy is turned on. And look what happens to the line. Yeah. Same time of day. It's knocking off the spikes. It's knocking off the spikes wildly. And so what it did was it took the chaos and brought it down. It took what is baseline noise, so to speak, in the energy world, just a kind of a staticky noise, and it made it less and more solid. So So, essentially it took chaos and turned it into something that was a more coherent baseline frequency, right? Well, coherent is a word that I use with some of the other things. Entropy is always chaos. Mm -hmm. It's just that we had a lot of chaos and now we have less chaos. chaos. Okay. And so here's another way of looking at it, right? Like, so bars and whiskers, that's the name of this kind of diagram. Bars show how much energy is sort of in the middle of the range. And then the whiskers are the outliers. Here are the outliers. So if we go back to the other image, so, you know, most of the dots are in here and then there are these outliers, but they're, they're, they're far away from all the, I can't remove the, the blue to show it to you, but right. we you know, can see the saturation under there. Yeah. There's a lot of red that's sort of going in this, in this line. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is, this is still a lot. This is a, an extreme. We want energy to look like this. Right. So, you know, not only did the entropy reduce, it came to a, a lower amount, it also the bars and whiskers. So it got, it did get more coherent, but it's just not, it's still entropy. So I don't want to confuse yeah, people. You know, it's exactly. still, yeah. yeah, it's still the chaotic. We're still looking at the chaos. Um, whereas, you know, this next one is, so just so you know, the when you measure entropy, it's really looking at all the orange and the pink. It's looking at this outer and it's count. It's somehow calculating the orange that's on the inside. It's taking all of the chaos, all these big jaggeds, and it's measuring them. And then the next thing we're measuring is area. And area is really the strength. And so it's taking everything. It's, it's counting every pixel and it's looking at the overall area of this uh, capture and all of the captures. And so here we saw that the baseline didn't have a whole lot of energy, very low, and it moved, it got higher in energy, it got stronger and deeper. And so this is very interesting. Um, When you remove entropy and increase energy, then you know you're cooking with fire, right? If you remove entropy and decrease area, you're flattened the energy. You've taken something away, but you haven't enhanced it in any way. So mm-hmm. this, you know, this really shows that the the area has improved, uh, that the overall uh, content has gotten stronger and has more vitality um, than the baseline. So then the next thing that is measured, which I think is the most important, is the, the intensity of the energy. Okay. The intensity measures this blue part, this very most vibrant blue part. And so here you can see that that also. Mm -hmm. So not only did the whole image improve, but the most important part of the image improved. 
So we have two tests that really show that the the quality of the energy has become much healthier. It's not just that we removed we. Did you like how I put myself in there? It's mm-hmm. not just that focused life force energy uh, took out the chaos, which would still be wonderful. That would be a wonderful thing to be able to say, well, this is what uh, you know, focused life force energy does. It removes the chaos. But it didn't just remove it. It also enhanced the energy pretty spectacularly. And so that's just wow. my contact information. So yeah, now we can catch it. You can always stop the screen right here, anybody, if you want to contact Melissa. There's her contact info. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Um, Melissa. So now I've stopped the so, screen. Yeah, thank you so much. I really, um, I, let me just put us up here together. Um, I really appreciate the fact that you were able to take the time to do that, that they, that they, you guys came together in this collaboration to show this to us because you can feel it, but that's not enough, especially for people. Some people aren't sensitive in terms of feeling energy. Yeah. You know, I can't really feel it, you know, Mm -hmm. so I, I can't imagine why I would bother, but maybe their cat or their dog or their kids or their husband or wife is feeling it. So this is really interesting in that it's taken, um, taken that part of uh, sort of faith out of the equation. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that's, I mean, often a person can walk into a room and feel when the energy doesn't feel right. But when the energy does feel right, uh, people have trouble feeling. <laughs> yeah. Effort that is true. That is yeah. true. So, um, you know, I just, I, I really appreciate the fact that you were doing this to begin with. I appreciate the fact mm-hmm. that Constantine developed it. I interviewed him on this about probably seven years ago now. Mm-hmm. And um, also maybe eight years ago, it's been quite when I had conscious media network. And I really appreciate the fact that, as I said before, you guys came together because um, it's something that I feel so good about. And I, I, you know, when people say, well, how do you know? I say, oh, you don't, you just kind of have to feel it. So you've really helped all of us a lot on that. I'm so, so happy to be a part of it. Really. Yeah. Any mm-hmm. other thoughts you want to share with us before we sign off here today? Cause I think this has been fascinating. Um, no, I think I've covered it all. I, I just am thrilled to death that I could be a part of um, the whole Focus Life Force Energy and that you are interested to get more information and to understand it and yeah. have an opportunity to really help people see. Because they see graphs and they think, well, what am I looking at? And so it's always nice to be able to give it a little depth. So I really appreciate the opportunity. It is. And the reality is life is jagged right now. It's just jagged. And we're all, I think all of us are just kind of crushed by the notion that 5G is approaching pretty soon and we already have all these jaggedy energies. But um, I know they're going to get around to working with um, 5G. I'll be very curious to see what your readings show once is applied to 5G in the areas where it's saturated. But for the moment, at least we're seeing what it's doing with all the existing uh, EMFs and so forth. So that's I personally I find it comforting because I have Fluffy on my house, so of course I. Yeah, yeah, yep. Good stuff. It is good stuff. Okay, well, thank you so much again, Melissa. I appreciate your time and putting a presentation together for us. My pleasure. Okay, everybody, you can find Melissa Waterman at the information that was just found a little bit back on the screen. In fact, we'll throw it up for you again in in just a moment here. So until next time, thank you for joining us here on RegineMeredith.com.